This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, guys? It's episode 88 of Beers in the Lot. On this one, we got to talk to our friend Mark Breiter from Minnesota State University, where he's the head equipment manager for the women's hockey team and assistant manager for the men's side of things. And he had all kinds of cool stuff to talk to us about. Talked a little bit about the game for the Mason Cup with Bemidji State. Got him going on the outdoor game they did for Hockey Day. And of course, the Frozen Four in Boston. You're in for a treat. Let's get to it. Aaron always pours so heavy. It sounds like somebody's dumping a bucket of liquid into another bucket. I just do it right in front of the mic. That's all. <laughs> it's always like Some, boop, boop, sometimes boop. there's a bump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He likes the extra head on top of it. <laughs> What's a pillow? <laughs> it's actually not too bad tonight. I have had nights where it's like, you know, a third of the glass. It's not bad tonight, though. What did you pour, Aaron? Tonight I've got coming out of uh, Guinness Open Gate Brewery, Baltimore Blonde. Yeah. Nice, somewhat light Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always a good one, though. Semi-local. Just down the road. Down 70. Yeah. Yeah, right near the airport. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Eric? I went with a flying dog bloodline. Can't go wrong. Can't very go nice, wrong. Very nice. Our, our friends from Flying Dog. And Daniel has? I have a treehouse beer tonight. Weird. No. It's uh, your lucky day is what it's called. It's good <laughs> shit, of course. Everything from them is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are sick. And our guest? I've got a uh, Mad Butcher IPA from Mankato Brewery, like five minutes away from here nice. in Minnesota. Nice. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. There we go. <laughs> I always like to hear about the local beers. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so our guest tonight, Mark Brighter, return guest tonight, actually. Ed equipment manager for Minnesota State University, a women's hockey and the assistant equipment manager on the men's side. Welcome back. We're really happy to have you back, man. Thanks for having me back, guys. Yes, welcome back. Yeah, we got to catch up. Like, uh, how'd the season go on the women's side? It looked like it was a little bit of a disappointing end, but uh, um, you know what? We uh, we had a great season. I thought like our best statistically since 2008 i think nice and we took uh duluth to three games overtime three games in our first round playoff series and that was a heartbreaker but um yeah i was pretty proud of them that's awesome and then you got to go uh go out to to boston yep sure did that was was a bit of a treat (laughs) i bet (laughs) that was pretty awesome (laughs) Johnny won. Johnny 
uh, phoned this question in right before we got online. I say phoned. He just sent a message to us at Discord. But <laughs> um, he wanted to know about all the behind-the-scenes things at the Frozen Four. And I was like, you know, there's probably some things you can't really describe or talk about or whatever. Um, but what surprised you the most about, you know, walking into TD Garden and having to set up there and, and get things going for, you know, the men's team and the frozen four. Um, I'd say right off the bat, we, uh, pulled left the airport, pulled onto the side of the road and it just, it didn't look like a hockey rink, right? Like yeah. it's just right, <laughs> right in the middle of the city. And we, uh, this small garage door opened and our bus, we had, I think we had two buses. They backed in like straight up this ramp, like three stories. Cause the ice level is actually on the third floor right? at TD garden. And so we just kept backing up and there was maybe a foot on either side of the bus of clearance. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it seemed like it took like 20 minutes to get up there. And then we just started unloading and. Our locker room, I think we had 15 stalls and we had 27 guys. So yeah. that, was, oh, no. that was interesting. <laughs> A lot of guys on chairs. We uh, we got there on Tuesday and guys would just set up in chairs. And then like for Thursday, before the game Thursday, we packed them up. And then Friday morning, we would unpack them for practice. And yeah, it was a little bit of shuffling that way. But you know what? We were just happy to be there. And better than the alternative, right? We could have been golfing or... Right, you're still <laughs> going. So, <laughs> and I saw um, you were posting on Twitter that uh, the Bruins staff actually was helping out. Um, were they? Did they have staff dedicated to each team, or how did that work out? Um. So yeah, that was Tim and Tyler. Those guys are. They're, I guess, the Bruins' fourth equipment guys. You could say one of them handles like the Bruins. The other one handles like the NHL visitors and they were, it was just those two for all four teams. And then they just did our laundry and they were super helpful. Great guys. I got to know them pretty well over the weeks that we were there and still talk to them. I was just talking to Tim earlier today and hoping to form a little bit of a friendship with those guys. Cause they worked their ass off for the Bruins. They worked their ass <laughs> off for us. So nice. it was uh, good to meet those guys. Yeah. Some good contacts. They were doing all the laundry for you then. Were they doing yeah. the sewing too? Or <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, we uh we got a tour of the Bruins facility there and they said we could use whatever we wanted if we needed like if we need to hop on the sewing machine or anything, we could hop in there. So they were super super helpful for us and made our lives a lot easier out there. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Is this the is this the biggest facility or biggest venue you've you've worked have you worked at uh excel or anything like did is there any, um you ever guys gone any like any of the big ranks there no i've never we've never played a game at excel since i've been here this is my fifth year um last year at ppg in pittsburgh was i don't know i don't know if that rink's bigger or not but well i, was I in, just meant like grandiose kind of scale oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, pittsburgh that's cool. and boston are the biggest by yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. yeah they count <laughs> 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 uh, 
that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like the fans traveled well. I mean, I watched I watched both games and it seemed like there was a lot of Mavericks uh apparel in the crowd. I don't know what you guys felt like, but it it seemed like there was a ton of people. Yeah, we had uh we had like a bar dedicated to Maverick fans right across the street from TD Garden and so they'd get there at I think Thursday they got there at like 11. Nice. We didn't, we didn't play till <laughs> 8 30, but. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, so a, a buddy of like our, fans. a buddy <laughs> of ours, actually a couple buddies of ours that play in our Sunday night league and also in the summer tournament with us, um, they went up for a Frozen Four. One guy's from Connecticut, he's a big Boston guy. The other guy is from Michigan, so it didn't really count, but. Um, <laughs> they were both there and they actually ended up in that bar both nights and they were sending me pictures of like, or they were putting them on Facebook of like the guys that were dressed up in like the colonial outfits and they had like the Mavs <laughs> logo on the side of a tri-corner hat. They were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I saw those guys right away Thursday during warmups right across the ice. I don't know who they are. Yeah. But that was an awesome <laughs> outfit to wear. <laughs> they were insane. It was wild. <laughs> what else about the trip to Boston? You get around town at all, or was it just strictly business? Um, you know what? We didn't we didn't do a whole lot. We were at the rink quite a bit. Yeah. But I did get to go tour Fenway and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's so sick. So we we did that on we did that Wednesday and they had uh on the green monster they had written out go go first i think they did a team tour there earlier in the day <laughs> and, uh, like get this shit out of here <laughs> <laughs> well it didn't work out anyways so. yeah right they had to squeeze their tour in before that we sent them home thursday that's, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i love that <laughs> So before Frozen Four and everything, there were a couple other cool kind of hockey events and stuff going on around Mankato. Uh, hockey Day Minnesota was was in town. They built the outdoor rink, I guess, in the football stadium. Yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I you know I was I was actually messaging with you on the Instagram earlier today, and I I told you like I had to find like a hacked up Russian stream uh, to watch it. Cause it wasn't like on TV anywhere. So I, and I only saw like 10 minutes of, of everything that was going on, but it looks sick um, it was on somebody's Instagram live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, somebody's like holding up a controller, acting like they're playing NHL 22. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, but it, I mean, it's just, it just looked like a awesome event for the town and, and the school and everything. So I guess both the men's and the women's sides, you know, both skated there and played games. And, you know, what was that experience like? And like, what kind of equipment type things did you have to account for playing outside? Because I I know that's like a big thing in the Winter Classic, but those guys are sitting on heated benches and like all this other crap. Like, I don't know what you guys had. Yeah, so we, uh, there's a lot that went into that. Um, We, uh, let's see, we talked to our football equipment manager. We got like a bunch of cold weather tights and shirts and hand warmers and stuff like that. He had a ton of that stuff. So we took all that from him and said, we'll pay you back later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
What else did we do? Just not really. We didn't really do anything different to equipment except for guys and girls that were wearing bubbles. We said, oh. "Hey, you're going to want to switch to a cage for this game because yeah. these things are going to fog up." And well, they iced over, right? So <laughs> they uh, that was interesting because well, like on the women's team, I only had two girls wearing a bubble, so I'm like, "Not a big deal." I switched them over. The guys, like half of them, were wearing a bubble. So that was a little bit more of a transition for them. Um, I guess another big thing was kind of trying to figure out how to s- get the toques to stay on the goalie masks. That was oh, kind of a big... Uh, yeah. <laughs> we ended up just Velcroing them on there in the dock. But it was That's... like... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> like, you that don't want to ruin the paint job or anything on their masks. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. We did that. I know after the fact, after the weekend was over, we sharpened everyone's skates just because they were walking outside. And we bought yeah. these outdoor skate guards from Blue Sports that were, looked like they had Michelin tire tread on the bottom of them. They were super <laughs> heavy duty and they worked. I know uh, during the guys' game Saturday night, it snowed the whole game, like hard too. Like it was, oh. there must have been. They must have shoveled the rink off probably every five minutes, so the game took forever. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't that cold, but it just just kept snowing. And I know at one point Scott had to swap uh, Ryan Sandal and Steele, I think, and he had to like literally uncover his bench bag. It was covered in snow, and he had to dig <laughs> through it just to get the blades out. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It's probably kind of fun though. I mean, yeah, it was unreal. Land and yeah. snow is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it a, well, I don't know if it was a once in a lifetime experience. We'll see what happens, but <laughs> it was uh, super awesome. I w- I was actually fortunate enough to go to the Winter Classic and watch that live. Throws my ass off. <laughs> it was uh, that was the best? And then shortly after that, I emailed Rich Matthews from the Blues. I've formed a pretty good connection with him over the past couple of years, and then. I just asked him like what they did, what worked, what didn't work. And he said, one thing that I had thought was a little weird is like, for we didn't do this because the goalies didn't want it. But he said for uh, Bennington, they put chicken broth in his water bottle instead of yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to drink that, but oh, it no. works. <laughs> yeah, we we talked about that a little bit after the Winter Classic and we went off of, on like this tangent <laughs> about like all the weird things that athletes drink, like pickle juice and like all this, you know, crazy shit. Uh-huh. You know, it's not, I don't know, chicken broth, whatever, whatever they want, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so you were saying that on the, on the men's side, like switching the bubbles out and everything, did Nathan Smith switch his out? You know what? I can't remember. I don't, uh, I want to say no, honestly. Yeah, just knowing, I, can, I can't remember for sure, but just knowing the type of guy he is and how finicky he is with his equipment, he's uh, pretty particular, and he's a great guy. He just uh, he's played three games now with the Coyotes in Arizona. Yeah, man. And, yeah. Yeah, he's been been doing all right down there. So, <laughs> was uh, he the only? Was he the only one that refused? Um, <laughs> probably honestly, yeah. everyone else is pretty easy going. He's he a, was the only one fogging up. He's he's allowed to. 
Yeah, right. I just got to get used to wearing that half shield, you know? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Seriously. <laughs> it's true. All those other guys like Grohl and the Provnik and stuff, they can suffer through a cage for a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about Grohl, you mentioned him during warm-ups in that outdoor game. His toque froze so his blade wouldn't stay in. So I was trying to pop his blade back into his – I didn't know his toque was broken. Thought it just oh. had snow in it, and so I was trying to jam his blade back in, and I thought I got it. Sent him back on the ice, and he fell again. Oh, <laughs> we uh, we had a bag full of everybody's extra skates, and they were all labeled on the bottom. Like we put like their hollow and who they are. Well, of course, him coming from Michigan last year, he uh didn't have his labeled, so we couldn't find him for a while. We found him eventually, but he had to swap skates. He missed the whole warm ups, so. Oh, that was kind uh, <laughs> of a pain in the ass, but. <laughs> so then on the men's side, we're talking about all the men's side stuff, but there was a lot that happened. Um, <laughs> so Almost they make championship. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, they, they make the CCHA <laughs> final, right? They, I mean, they win the championship. They win the Mason Cup, but there was a lot of, it's been termed as a fiasco or, you know, whatever by different newspaper writers and stuff so basically and we talked about a little bit where uh, going back to Grohl, he comes down in the overtime makes three good moves that i could count in the one replay beating like three different dudes makes a great play across the net sneaks it in far side uh and every you know they award the trophy and everybody's happy and all this stuff's going on right and everybody leaves the ice and then like an hour later it's like okay we have to play this game more because that wasn't actually a goal uh and then you know mcdealy scores and everything's right with the world but um in that like time in between like were you guys shutting down like was it you know game's over right like we're we're done. We won and, and we're all going home. So, you know, what you know, don't give away stuff that you can't, but like what's going on, you know, after that? Um, and and then how do you guys like get ready to go back out on the ice? Because I would think that you guys are like shutting down at that yeah, point. Yeah, so I guess kind of right away we so I was I sit in the video room for the guys' games, right? And our video coordinator and I looked at it and we were like mm, i don't know we go either way and then we saw a certain angle we're like no chance so, <laughs> so um coach came in and looked at that and then he got pulled away pretty quickly by the league they all went to the video replay area and looked at that with bemidji's coach and kind of the room and the the mood in the room i guess you could say was guys were just kind of they just didn't really know what was going to happen, right? So we just, they just tried to stay prepared. Some guys took all their gear off and they just wanted to switch into new gitch, right? Their stuff was soaked. They just played all the way into overtime. And then other guys were just ready to go whenever. And just kind of, there was no music in the room. It was just, I don't know, it was just kind of <laughs> focused, focused, I guess you could yeah. say. And then, yeah, yeah. We uh we took a couple of the uh, exercise bikes out of the weight room and put them in the hallway. There there were guys like riding the bike in full gear just to try and stay warm and <laughs> it's just uh, 
just slap some skate guards on and ride the bike with their skates on. That was kind of funny, but that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we were just, I know during the celebration, uh, one of our guys threw his hands in the air and one of his gloves went into the stands. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, the fan who caught that took off pretty quickly. And yeah, good thing he had, he had two pairs, but some guys have two pairs, but we uh, had to give him a, get him another pair on that Monday, but I just I don't know, just kind of stay ready and lose your glove, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean they won. Yeah, right. Sporta. Well, Sporta. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing too. Is like these guys are all stoked, sweaty, right? And they're rocking the championship hats and like. Yeah. Could have lost, but Midgey's got to put those sweaty hats yeah. on when they win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wild! I just I can't imagine like yeah. going through that. Like you know, overtime, like you win, and then they come. Somebody comes in. Like who goes in and tells tells everybody? Like is that is that? coach or is it yeah coach came back okay. and told everyone but the other thing was like post-game meal for players and staff was delivered like oh, during the no. first overtime so oh, no that food was uh probably the coldest pizza i've ever eat, eaten but <laughs> it was the best so it all worked out yeah right that was pretty wild <laughs> that's a cool story though that it worked out. That it not worked out. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been really weird, really bizarre. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were playing in a game, and guys who I didn't even know followed college hockey were all talking about, like, "Man, did you hear what happened at the game? At this game, and they had to come back out and play." It was, it was, it was a big news. Like it was, yeah, it was crazy. pretty crazy. It was a big deal at beer league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody was talking about it yeah they were <laughs> so what are you doing now now that it's off season like what do, what's going on um a lot of ordering yeah trying to take a little time off i mean the golf course has just opened up here up in minnesota so i'm gonna get out there pretty soon hopefully and Take some time off. I'm graduating May 7th, so that's coming up. Oh, right, man. Nice. Congrats. uh, Thanks, guys. I'll be, uh, I think I'll be around for most of the summer here. And then I don't really know what I got going. So figure something out and stay in equipment. Obviously, that's my passion. So it doesn't feel like work to me. I just go to the rink and the best. So that's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Uh, (laughs) I love that. I love that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) so uh do you have any any good stories or any good memories uh from this past season that you can think of off top of your head oh man that's a tough one um i guess just the fact that like we started the year out way back in september we started out in boston on the women's side we played uh merrimack college we had a series out there against them and then just being able to like kind of bookend the season with going back out there for the frozen floor. And I mean, this was, I think this is my last year here. Um, I'm going to be moving on. I don't know exactly where yet. I'm kind of working that out, but I just kind of, kind of knew that going in. So I kind of cherished a little bit more like 
these stops and certain things on certain road trips and tried to connect. Like I've got, got a cousin who lives in Boston. So I saw him both times I was out there and then we go up to Duluth. We were up there twice actually, because we played up there and then we had the playoffs up there. So I got a high school buddy who lives up there. He's married now, has a wife there. So I saw him both times we were up there and then trying to think anywhere else. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, my aunt and uncle live there. So I, uh, Saw them when I was out there and just kind of tried to really soak things in. Like, this is my last trip to this rink as far as I know or stuff like that. So it was just a little different. Pretty special for me that way, I guess you could say. A farewell tour. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. No, I love that. Visiting everybody. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Duluth is near and dear to my heart because I spent... uh, four or five days up there in August for the USA hockey coaches symposium. And, um, actually saw, saw Hastings speak, you know, speak and actually saw all, but, um, the, the Gophers head coach speak there, which was awesome. So, you know, all, all of the NCAA division one programs were there, which was sick. Um, but even better Duluth, I thought was a cool town. So yeah, it is. I yeah. <laughs> I'd honestly venture to say that's uh, within our league. That's my favorite on the women's side. That's my favorite uh, road trip. I love it up there. I love the scenery, just being right on the lake. And we, uh, my family, actually, we rent a cabin probably about I think it's an hour north of Duluth every year for Thanksgiving. So we go up there. So I, that's a good spot for me. I love it up there. And yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. When you were in Duluth, did you go to Hoops Brewing? Um, I did not, but we went to, my buddy took us to this spot called Duluth Tap Exchange, which I'd never been to one of those before. You, Yeah. Like you get this bracelet and scan it or whatever. And, and you do your own pours, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we have one of those in Frederick now. Yeah, we do. Not That's Duluth cool. Tap Exchange. No, but yeah, no, no. We do have one of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the serve your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> serve yourself. Yeah, <laughs> serve yourself. So earlier you mentioned talking to uh, uh, equipment manager for St. Louis. Uh, you have you made a bunch of contacts like that um, with bigger bigger orgs and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, St. Louis is a special spot for me just because that's my that's my team. My mom's from there. I've got some family down there, so I've always followed them even way back when Bacchus was playing there. He came from here. There you go. And I actually met Bacchus this year for, uh, it was at hockey day. Actually, I forgot to mention that he, uh, caught him coming off the ice after the ceremonial puck drop. I'm like, I got to get a picture of this guy and meet him. He was actually, uh, he was in Boston too. I didn't talk to him, but he was, uh, sitting in the crowd and, Pretty cool. To see. I saw a picture of him in the newspaper, actually, and he's just right in the middle of the crowd, all the Mavs fans. So that was pretty awesome. cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is it mostly just like uh, you got contacts with St. Louis or? Uh... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I know those two guys, Tim and Tyler from the Bruins now, but right, yeah. other than that, I mean, I've sent a handful of emails to a couple of the guys with the Wild here just because we're that close, right? But. Sure. We're only yeah. an hour, we're an hour and a half south of St. Paul, so this kind of question will pop into my head. I'll shoot him an email. Um, 
trying to think last year in Pittsburgh, Scott talked to one of the Penguins guys just about going to the Frozen Four there, but we did I didn't talk to him. Mm. Um other than that, I haven't uh talked to anyone else. My buddy Travis, Travis Ward works for the Capitals uh ECHL team. He's their head guy out there. So Yeah. Stingrays. Yeah. yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm trying to I mean just throw my name out there and get to know just guys. Networking. And- yeah. I haven't met a uh, bad equipment guy yet, so they just <laughs> it seems like either. they're all great dudes. And <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I kind of like that in hockey everywhere, though. There's a lot of yeah. good dudes playing hockey or just mm-hmm. being involved in the game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We we uh, we keep up with everything you put up on the Twitter and the and the yeah. Instagram yep. and stuff because like yeah, you guys have to have my tweet notifications on, eh? Because yeah, oh, you guys absolutely, are right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. All all everybody that's been on the show, like we we have a list of of everybody that's been on, and yeah. so we just keep tabs and see what's going on and everything. And like when all this stuff happened, you know, with the Mavs, it was like okay, we gotta we gotta get back in touch with with yeah. mark has like mm-hmm. all this stuff was going on this season like it was just insane like between between hockey day mason cup all that shit going on like and then yeah pros of four obviously like when because we're we're all very interested in the tournament this year mostly because of all the like the fifth year, fourth year fifth year prospects that were involved right like yeah yep <clears throat> obviously michigan but then, you know, you have you have Nathan Smith and Napravnik just got signed by Hershey up the street here. Like yeah. he's like yeah. he's an hour and a half up the road right now. Like you know, Sick. and it's really yeah, that like, close to you guys. Yeah. yeah. You guys are where are you guys at? Are you in the DC area or how close are you to like a cat? We're north games? of DC. We're about yeah. an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depending so on which, like, which way you go into the city. It's, it's like an hour and a half to go see a caps game. It's an hour and a half north to go see Hershey play right okay. we're in a yeah. problem yeah. yeah. like yeah and so you know we and then obviously like Dryden McKay he's sick like <laughs> we've been following him for a couple of years now and like you guys so, like, uh see that shit that came out on him today yeah actually oh, Johnny, yeah. Johnny sent it like yeah <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, that's it's not his fault right like people right, are slipping out on twitter and strip the hobie it's like fuck off like no come yeah. on like he was taking something to help like he was taking uh like a supplement to like help yeah, with was covid like, or whatever talking mm-hmm. to our trainer schmitty today it was like a vitamin d pill and yeah. he like wasn't listed on the label he had no idea and they found like a I can't remember what it is. Like it was like some minuscule amount, right? Started like, with an O or something. And so <laughs> yes, through, yeah. through the Olympics testing, they found it and it came out today. Yeah. After mm-hmm. he was already in Beijing and like did all like or he didn't yeah. go, right? No, he didn't go. So he didn't go. He was on the list. Yeah. And so like all you know, whatever. Like Yeah, and hmm. he one thing that our student manager Blake told me today is like Dryden played with that in his mind for half the season and took us to the championship game. Like with that pressure on him, like that's even more impressive. I think like, you know, yeah. you didn't intentionally do something like that and you're going to get banned and you're just at the mercy of the, the anti-doping administration. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's wild. But apparently, word on the street is going to sign somewhere this week. Like the NHL teams, they don't give a fuck about that whole fiasco no, that came care. out today. Yeah. No, so I don't know yeah. where it is, but I'll uh, I'll be on the Twitter retweeting that right away. So. <laughs> 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 Sounds like the Wild were in on him, but I don't know if that's still. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. I was trying to think of teams that have like shitty goalies. I don't That's know. That's the thing. Like Minnesota right now with Flurry and Talbot, like mm-hmm. they're kind of sad. Like, yeah. It's almost, uh, it kind of sucks for those two because they have to compete against each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I honestly, I don't know. I think the Blues goalie situation is a little shaky, but. Right. Bennington has played better lately, but he just, he's not good right now. <laughs> I don't know. He just, yeah. The team's better. The team's better, yeah. though. It seems like they're on they're, a uh, 12 game point streak, I think, is yeah. what I read this morning. So, yeah. Not bad. Benner's the hothead, right? Like, he's, he's yeah, yeah. He yeah. Oh, out. yeah. Like, our cup run with that hand pass goal against San Jose, he took his stick and slammed it on the glass and right. chased the refs down the ice. <laughs> Can't say he's not passionate. Yeah, right. <laughs> that that Western Conference, though, man, it's wild right now. Like, because we, we follow East teams and it's all yeah. set. Like, yeah. the eight yep. teams that are in, they're yeah. in. It's just wherever they fall out. But the West right now is like, that yeah, race is know. wild right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we've got uh, we got three three guys now in the Calgary system. Connor Mackey is up right now. He'll be up the rest of the year. And then Walker Dewar, I just talked to him on Instagram the other day. He said he's waiting to hear if he's going to be a black ace for the playoffs. You know, I don't think he will be. But And then uh, Jack McNeely just signed there last week. Yeah, I saw that. One of our defense. Yeah, stuff. I think Saw he was going to get in a game. I want to say this week he has to get in a game, like for his contract. Hmm. But they've yeah, got a know. bunch of. I don't know how all that works. John is the one that yeah, knows all yeah. the <laughs> and out all that shit. Like I don't know if you sign now, are you eligible for playoffs? Like I don't know how any of that. Yeah, I don't really know. Works, but that's what we need, I'm, Johnny. Where yeah. are you, John? <laughs> Where's he on vacation at? I don't know. Somewhere. Who knows? I saw. Is it Ocean City? Is he? Don't tell me he's still in Ocean City. I think he went there. He sent me a picture from like a bar or something. It was like one of our stickers, and he was in a bar. Yeah, he had had an icy light, so I'm pretty sure he was at Bucksy's in Ocean City. But uh, I don't know. (laughs) He ain't here. (laughs) <laughs> he ain't here he should be <laughs> and we will talk shit about him when he's not here 100% <laughs> he would do the same for us absolutely <laughs> so we took a little break here to grab some fresh beers so let's rejoin our heroes right at the good stuff I love college hockey yeah it's the best <laughs> Yeah, I think it's way better well shouldn't say way better than the NHL, but it's just different, right? Like, those guys yeah. are... It, I don't even want to venture to say that they they play harder, but it just seems they like do. they have... To, yeah, yeah, okay. They right. do. <laughs> 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 Riggs, Riggs said something about it. 
Rick, <laughs> you I, said I something say, about during the tournament. So my thing is like they're not like they skate every like they work out skate every day, right? It's a weekend mm-hmm. league. So yeah. they're training all the time, but it's still imperfect. Like they're not pros. So mm-hmm. the games like hockey is great because of the imperfections. Like the things that go wrong that, you know, cause goals and like the puck bounces a certain way and like all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. More of it happens in college hockey. The other side of it is the pro game now, like especially the NHL, when I watch it, like I was watching the Caps and Avs game tonight, I knew exactly what every player was going to do. In every, yeah, you it's can, almost, you it's can almost see like the easy play. Now. It's yeah. almost like football now. It's so robotic and formulaic in the pro mm-hmm. game because they're so scared to make mistakes. Yeah. And they, in the college escape, game, they're done. In the college game, like you're to a certain extent, like you're allowed to, you know, and there's more mm-hmm. risk taking too. There's Absolutely. a lot more risk taking because a big play, these guys are playing to try to make a career out of this. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that means like, like, like you said, right. It's they're playing harder. They want to be seen as so. the guy who's playing 120% all the time. And then yeah. take a risk to make a big play. Get you noticed. Try, try shit. Yeah. See if it works. Like it's way more creative. Like, and then you mm-hmm. see all the kids that come out now, like, uh, Veneers the other night and yeah. and at Zegris and like all these kids that are yeah. coming out doing all this stuff and you know the Jay Beagles and these guys are getting pissed off at them about it. Right. <laughs> but like but like you know what? Fuck them. Like this yeah. is the game. This is the way yep. it should be. It's Changing way more it's way more exciting. Like yeah. So I w- like it's hard on the East Coast. Like in the Midwest, you get like your TV exposure to college hockey is like, like way more than what we see. We, we basically get like, if you're lucky, you know, you have access to the hockey East games and then the ECAC and yes. then a and occasionally a big 10 game because Penn state's like two and a half mm-hmm. hours up the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't, we hardly ever see, uh, we never see CCHA we might see nchc once a month uh it's it's just super hard to like get college hockey like like i was saying like for hockey day i had to find like some you know stream from russia like it was it was stupid and then it wasn't even working so i could only watch like 10 or 15 minutes of it and then i you know had to give up like that's like here too like as a college hockey fan, like take my job out of it, I couldn't even tell you where to find college hockey games. Like obviously there's slow TV, but like yeah. I'm not paying thirty bucks a month to watch that. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always I always wait for like rigs to like say something like, Oh hey, college games on. I'm like, all right, let me see if I could try to find it. And then I I have a second TV in my living room because I'm like my kids always watching some bullshit. So I'm like, I'm just gonna put it on that TV. So then, I always throw that up there. The other day, I had the Penguins game on, and then the uh, the Frozen Four was going oh, on. Yeah. And on the big TV, I had the Frozen Four. I had the Penguins game on the small TV because I'm like, I'd rather watch a college game. This is a lot uh, more fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know what? If we would have played for 16 more minutes, we would have won that game. 
we just took I, our foot off the gas. That's, ex- and- that's exact. I mean, well, I didn't say it that way, but I, I just felt like, I, I felt like once it was two one, they, like they got out of their heads, like they, because mm-hmm. the whole game they were playing the system, right? They mm-hmm. were shutting everything mm-hmm. down in neutral zone. Denver could get out, but they couldn't get in, and. Mm-hmm. Like the Mavs were just all over the puck and like they were they were out shooting them like it was like twenty to six or something at one point, like in the second period. And then yeah, Denver played sixteen minutes of good hockey after you know, everybody kind of went to sleep because they didn't know what to do because they were down. Yeah. And I, took- I I don't know, like it just uh it was brutal. We it's- took those uh I think two penalties scored on back-to-back power plays. I want to yeah. play and yeah, just took the wind out of our sails completely. And you know, it was interesting after our Thursday night win. Michigan was out of the Bruins lock, so Michigan got the Bruins locker room. The Gophers got NHL visitors. Yeah, we got some broom closets, and <laughs> Denver kind of got shafted too that way. And um. They asked us, we're like, you guys want to move into the Bruins room? You'd be the top seed. We're like, we asked the guys, they're like, no fucking way. We're staying That's right awesome. here. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Denver didn't move either, though. They were in the shit hole. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, everyone, it seemed like just since we got there, everyone was just like, the media was just like, yeah, I mean, Minnesota State doesn't belong there. Like, everyone else is like, Michigan's going to win this thing. And then Michigan shits the bed. And, leaves right away the golfers leave right away yeah i didn't uh, even i didn't even have michigan making the frozen four on my bracket really no who'd you have i well so i had uh oh i don't remember who i had as my four but i had i had you guys beating denver in the final really yeah (laughs) yeah that's how i picked it i and i actually had uh Minnesota not coming out also of the regionals. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. I lost a free t shirt. Oh well. <laughs> Is that the free t shirt you have on right now? No, no. I bought I bought this one at Duluth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I was gonna say about like finding hockey games and stuff to watch and hearing about hockey and everything. High school hockey is insane in Minnesota. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. It is ridiculous here. It like, is absolutely crazy how how much hockey permeates Minnesota culture. Having lived there for a, about a year, man, it was it was fantastic. It was it was a hockey fan's dream. Oh honestly, yeah, to be a that's, be up in Minnesota. Uh, that's what you do as a kid here. You go to the state tournament every year, and I went this year after. I think this was my first year going in three years or something like that. And it's a Wednesday afternoon game at 11 a.m. Or I guess it was 11 a.m. and 1. And the whole lower bowl of the XL Energy Center is full. It's <laughs> amazing. And doing chants like they do in, in soccer in Europe, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> nuts. So yeah. are, are they serving alcohol at this? No, it's very oh, unfortunate. No. High school, it's all high school, high school <laughs> man. High school, high school. No. 
to be so much better, but then you get all those kids with their fake IDs. These 16-year-old kids just bombed in the student section. (laughs) It would be way rowdier if that was the Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. The, yeah, they always they always do that like the hair what yeah the, the all hockey hair team all yeah. hockey all hair yes kids, uh, yes I think they give out a golden comb and yeah <laughs> it's oh, so uh, good <laughs> some of the hairstyles like oh and then the the other thing too is they all go up on camera right and show off their hair and they yeah. they talk into the camera and everyone's like hey mom hey dad well there was this one kid this year who. I don't know who he played for, but he's shouting out his lawn service that he started. Like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll oh find that God. video and send it to you guys because it's fucking awesome. Like, That's ridiculous. Hey man, the entrepreneur. Like yeah, he's free estimates. Man. He's hustling, man. Come on. <laughs> Using the platform he's given. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I got to get going here. Thanks for uh, having me on again, guys. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks for, Thanks on, for coming and catching up. Yeah. Yep. Talk to you next time. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Right, Good to see Thanks, you guys. Buddy. See, you. see ya. There you go. Another big thanks to Mark Breider. Thanks, Bryce, for coming on and talk to us again. This was great. And congratulations to both the men and women Mavericks. Two great seasons from two great programs. This is certainly not the last time you'll see the Mavs in the Frozen Four. And also thank you to you, our listeners. We appreciate your support. Be sure to check out beersandalot.com for more information on anything at all. We'll be back next week with another episode. So we'll catch you then. See ya.